0: Alright, welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I am your host, Julian, and today I do have my brother Jawar on to help me talk about what the hell just happened in Los Angeles. So, unless you're living under a rock, Kawhi Leonard chose the Clippers. Yeah, you heard that right, he chose the Clippers over the Lakers. Wow, interesting, interesting. Um, Kawhi, you're an idiot, but whatever, Lakers info um so yeah today guys we we talk about a lot about obviously you know the Kawhi Leonard thing and we talk about the Lakers talk about the Thunder um you know as I'm recording this intro I'm getting all these tweets about how you know Sam Presti and Russell Westbrook are working together to complete your trade so we'll see where that stands also Lakers just got DeMarcus Cousins so we me and my brother recorded this pod before the news just broke so uh, we will not be talking about um, DeMarcus Cousins as a Laker but as a potential Laker Uh, But as it stands now, he is in a Laker. So, you know, the Lakers have LeBron, AD, and Cousins. So we have a pretty good starting five in the front court. Um, Well, starting front court anyway. We're still working on getting a point guard because Quinn Cook is our best option as it stands. I really hope we don't sign Rondo, but it seems inevitable because he plays so well with Boogie and AD. But we shall see. Um man I'm super excited about the season. Uh, even though we didn't get Kawhi, I'm so glad that it's over. I can't wait for you guys to hear the pod. Me and brother had an excellent breakdown. We talk about all the inside sources that we had. We talked about all the scoops where we learned all our information. Um it's going to be a really fun pod, guys. Hope you enjoy. Please remember to rate, like and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple iTunes, Go ahead and leave me a five-star review. That'll actually really help my pod grow. I do release content every Monday and Friday. Uh, obviously, with the Kawhi news, I had to push my date back in with the holiday. So I didn't release this Friday, but I'm giving it to you right now Saturday. So appreciate you guys sticking with me. There will be a new episode on Monday, so do not worry. We'll go back to our regular schedule program. So please, guys, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button or download. That's what really counts for me. And uh, let's do it, man. Current Era Podcast with my brother, Jabbar. Talking about Lakers. Talking about Clippers. Talking about the Raptors. Talking about OKC. Let's start the episode. All right, guys. I'm um, here with my brother Javar. Uh, it's it's time. You know, we've me and my brother kind of agreed that we wouldn't record another pod until uh, Kawhi announced his news. Um, we thought that we were going to be doing a celebratory type deal, uh, but it turns out that's not the case. Um I don't really know how to how to begin. I mean, I guess we should just go right right in. Is, is that okay with you, brother?
1: Yeah, man. Hey everybody, what's up?
0: All right. So obviously, you know, we've we've been waiting since, you know, July no, June thirtieth at six PM for Kawhi's decision. Uh it was reported so many times that he was going to the Lakers. We saw it from so many people, which is what we'll get into a little bit, but you know, we found out yesterday that, or no, I'm sorry, we found out at what like eleven, or it was like two in the morning Eastern Time, uh, that Kawhi was going to the Clippers on a four year deal. Uh, to the Clippers, the Clippers. What? Clippers. What the hell, Javar? What? What happened, bro? Like, how did this happen?
1: How did it happen? I mean, like this whole week, everybody thought that they were like nothing. In the last place. <laughs> yeah, cause it was all like. What, 80% rumors for the Lakers in the last couple of days, some rumors about the Raptors and following his, his flights and whatnot in Toronto? Creepy. Um, it was creepy. Uh, but we didn't hear anything about the Clippers. It was just like, well, he wanted a second star and there was nobody available anymore. And out of the blue, they trade Paul George. I mean, nobody, how did they keep that a secret? How did, <laughs> how did, how did, how did the Thunder keep that a secret that he wanted to trade? Yeah. It's and, wild, and, and and how did how did the Raptors and Clippers like nobody leaked that nobody heard about it that, that they were in the works trying to trade for Paul George to appease Kawhi?
0: It's it's,
1: it's so wild. I mean, it's just so out of left field. I, I it was just like a, just a complete jaw dropper. It felt it's like the NBA is so dramatic, especially in the last year or two. This felt like the Red Wedding or something in Game of Thrones. It's like yeah, unbelievable.
0: Man, I, that that is a fantastic comparison. I I don't know how this this happened. This is like, this is this is the coup of the century. Um, you know the like you said the the Clippers were absolutely nothing. It was reported by multiple national media members that the Clippers were out. Um, and they they come out of nowhere first. You know, like and you know, I want to talk about the timeline of it all because. That, that, that was even more annoying and confusing because at first, you know, like I said, it was 2 a.m. Eastern time, and I think Chris Haynes was first. You know, he, he broke it that Kawhi signed with the Clippers. At, at that point, I was like, what? Like, why? And then two minutes later, here comes Woj. Oh, uh, they, they traded uh, OKC trades Paul George to the Clippers. Like, so, so you mean to tell me this entire time, Kawhi wasn't really feeling any of these teams besides the Clippers? But right, I, so the Clippers was his first choice, basically. Exactly. Like, it, it, it didn't leak at all. But, like, of course, the stuff about the Lakers leaked. Of course, the stuff about the Raptors leaked. But this leads me to believe that, that there's a mole somewhere, either in Kawhi's camp or in the national media, that's been feeding people BS stories. Like, I, I, I don't understand how, how they were able to maintain this secrecy and pull, pull this off. Like, it's, it's just mind-blowing.
1: It is, man. It is, and I didn't even think of that. But it, you might be right. There had to have been somebody just playing games because, uh, like, nobody knew anything at all. No. But except for a few select people, were getting fed some, you know, pretty convincing evidence that they were going to the Lakers or going to the to the Raptors. Right. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, I almost believe that. Well, I I have been just believing that. He has been wanting to go to the Lakers this whole time, but he was like holding it up the process, just in giving the Clippers enough time to try to make a move just in case. Like, he's wanted to go to the Clippers. That was his first choice. Right. But they didn't have nobody to play with. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to go to the Lakers. Like, the Raptors was never really in, it sounded like. Doesn't seem like it. You know, and like, there's there's
0: been a lot of conflicting reports about that as well. You know, um, I think Ramona Shelburne was one that was saying, you know, Kawhi. Kawhi wanted to come to the Lakers. Um, you know, he, he he even asked him as of an hour before the news broke, he asked him to push the AD trade back, uh, right. you know, just to, you know, j- just try to get things together. Um, and then there's other reports that saying that I, I think it may have been Woj who we'll get to next, but I think it may have been Woj saying, hey, he never considered the Lakers and he was always waiting for the Clippers. Like, I, I hate that. So please, let's, <laughs> let's talk about Woj because this guy – this guy is one of the most annoying national media members. I, I have unfollowed and blocked him already. Um, can, can you please explain to, to people out there like why why Lakers fans and, and NBA fans in general should be cautious about the stuff that this guy puts out?
1: Well, there's a couple things. So for years now, he's been very obviously like a LeBron hater because uh, like LeBron and Clutch Camp, they don't feed him information. They don't go to him first. Um, so he's he responds by like writing negative articles or like reporting with like negative, you know, um, like a negative type of shade of light yep. on anything LeBron related. He's been doing that for years. And then with the Lakers, he didn't get a lot of info either until well, really Rob Palenka has been the only person feeding him stuff, but Rob wasn't really running anything until this you know last couple months. So he gets some information from Rob Palenka here and there, but for the most part, he's kind of shut out from the Lakers. So on the other on, on the other side, the Clippers, they have uh, Lee Jenkins, who is, a, you know, a esteemed sports writer who used to write for Sports Illustrated for a long yep. time. Yep. And he just signed on with the Clippers last summer. Um, he's feeding the media, you know, all this information um, to basically get, tee them up, tee the Clippers up, at, you know, in, in positive stories and about the, the front office and how you know they're making these moves and how great Doc Rivers is and you know the organization, Steve Ballmer, you know, et cetera, All this positivity all the time. Yep, that's kind of been the mo about the Clippers for the last year. And Woj, like he goes above and beyond that in reporting anything Clippers related. So in this Kawhi Leonard situation, like the entire time he's never said the Lakers were in it at all until basically up until Sunday. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or really, you know, you know, the last, you know, last week or so, he had to just kind of admit it. Okay, the Lakers are—he, you know, Kawhi's taking meetings with the Lakers. The Lakers are in it. The Lakers are front runners, et cetera, et cetera. He had to change his tune, and you could tell it was hurting him. Oh yeah, he's, you know, he's been a Clippers guy this whole time. Like he's just never said the Lakers were ever a factor. So now, you know, and now he's—he's he's all proud that the Clippers was able to make a move. Maybe he knew about it for the last couple of days. I don't know, but Woj wins again. Takes, <laughs> takes another L. Yeah, this this is we a got, big L. Yeah, we got to talk about that RDA and R- yeah. I, I, I don't consider Ari the Ari guy, Lakers Twitter, but when these all these sources, these mm-hmm. insiders, these people who claim to, to know what's going on, like there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like yep. Lakers Ball Forum, uh, Lakers Ground had it, some insiders that quoted, uh, act like they knew everything about Kawhi and knew he was signing with us. And so, maybe he was this whole time, but it just that's came. What, yeah. like I don't know.
0: So like yeah, that that's the thing for me. Like, you know, like uh, RDA Ambition, who's like a Reddit Lakers guy, and there's a whole bunch of other guys that you know that I don't, but um, this dude reported on Tuesday that the deal was done. Like that's exactly what he tweeted. The deal is done, Kawhi to the Lakers. So like and his 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 track record is impeccable. Like, this dude is almost never wrong. In fact, I don't know if he's been wrong. He called Horford to the to the Sixers. Um, he called... I, I think you said that there was another guy that, that called that the media was feeding info to Woj on the Clipper side. But, like, like these, these guys have a history of being correct. These guys are verified by the moderators on Reddit to show that they are who they are and that they're genuine Lakers insiders. Uh, I, I think you said that they work for AEG, who uh, owns the Staples Center. So, like... Like these guys know what they're talking about. So when when he tweeted that on Tuesday, I took it as gospel. I was like, "All right, like like it, it's done," because he or he or she who whoever's running that account would not have put that out unless they had that direct confirmation from Kawhi or somebody in Kawhi's camp. So that leads me to believe that they straight lied to this man. Like like they straight feeding him BS stories. Like yeah 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 oh yeah we're coming, but. You know, at, at the last second, they they reneged on us. So I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, but it's just, it's it's shady to me. Like I, 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 I really feel like Kawhi oh, lied to us. I do.
1: And I wonder if we're ever going to get the the real story on that. Probably not. Probably not. And and here's here's my main takeaway here. Is that again, he wanted. It seemed like the Clippers. Okay, like a year ago, he wanted to come to the Lakers. We all remember this. We can acknowledge this. Of course. Way. Oh yeah. But then, but then the Lakers traded. I mean, then the Lakers signed LeBron, and then like a couple of days went by, and then apparently he changed his mind and wanted to go to the Clippers. According to Woj, anyway, that's kind of how how it went, and that's just kind of been the thing all year. And also, we remember Paul George wanted to come to the Lakers. Yep. And then once LeBron signed, then you know, he's like, oh no, I'm gonna stay. I want to stay with Brody on the Thunder. And then a year later, he's ready to leave and go to the Clippers yep so what this is telling me is there there's a lot of truth to there's a contingent of stars out there who don't want to play with lebron
0: definitely yeah i mean th- this is <laughs> if, if 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 what just happened isn't proof i don't know what is like Kawhi, Kawhi had the opportunity to create a dynasty um to to this this man had the infinity gauntlet he had two of the of the five infinity stones and he he, he just didn't pull the trigger like to make matters worse six that, i'm July. sorry
1: Make matters worse than that. LeBron is basically begging a man and telling him, Hey, look, I'm going to fall back. It's going to be your team. Yep. He's, he's basically giving him the keys. And, yep. and Kawhi was like, uh, No, I'm good. <laughs> 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 I don't believe you, bro.
0: It's so weird. Like, you know, you would think that, you know, I, and, 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 and I know I'm probably going to get heat for saying this because, like, there, there's a lot of old heads that, that just hate the whole team up, super team thing, but. If you have the opportunity to to win multiple championships with one of the greatest players ever in LeBron, with a 26-year-old Anthony Davis, who is a top-five player, in my opinion, why would you pass that up to go to play with the Clippers? Like, the, the Clippers are nothing. Yeah. They, they have been nothing. It's just it, – it kills me.
1: To add on to that, I would say it's, it's to the Lakers. I mean, the team that you – like, come on! We all know you were a Lakers fan. Stop! Yep. I know people just conflicting reports here, but you were a Kobe fan, a Shaq fan. You grew up in L.A. There's no way you was a damn Clippers fan. <laughs> it's
0: it's ridiculous, so, man! It's ridiculous. It's, it's, I don't. It's a
1: slap in the face. So it's absolutely. It's, but it's also like it's 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 cold water because I mean we were ready to get it over. Circles. Man. Well, we were about to just be like, wow! Like after having like the worst one of the worst Lakers seasons ever. We just had the greatest summer ever by hitting the Grand Slam with Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard. Like, we were ready to be ignorant. So <laughs> maybe it was, it was just too much. It was just too much. And, you know, it's okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, you know, and I'm, you know, for I, I, I want to say this. I am so glad that it's over. Uh, I'm, I'm so glad that Duke finally made a decision. And, uh, you know, it 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 hurts. I'm not going to lie that he chose the Clippers over us. Um but all I got to say is Lakers in fall we going we going I mean they are not going to beat us. Um all, all this battle of LA crap needs to stop. LeBron no. and AE over Kawhi no, let's and be stop.
1: Let's be serious. They are a problem. They are a problem now. Of course they are, but they're not going to beat us. I mean, I don't know. Like if you really look at it, I don't know. They, their biggest weakness is center. I don't know if Montrezl Hero is it. But Zubat, boy what you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They haven't signed him yet, but I, I still I don't know if he's really an impact player like that either, but um, you know, whatever they do at center and power for, I guess, will have to be Harold. I don't know. But I'm just saying, you look at Paul George and Kawhi, that's probably uh, their AD and LeBron is the best one, too. I mean... Oh, yeah. And they're going to be a problem defensively. Now there's two guys that can guard LeBron. Um... And, Who's guarding though? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they still got they still got Lou Will, um, Pat Beverly, Pat Beverly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, really, I guess when you think about it, because they did have to trade Shane Gillis Alexander. And here's the thing: people giving us all this crap for we gave up a lot for AD. Yeah. <laughs> Um They gave up even more for Paul George. They gave about, up hella picks. Yeah, like five picks and a pick, two pick swaps. I want to say something like yeah. that. It was like wow. Mm -hmm. Like, they gave up everything, but at least Paul George is, I think, 27, and he's got three, four more years on his contract, so it's a little different situation, I guess. But no, not really, because Anthony Davis is 27, and we're about to sign him to a max, so. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to see in four or five years which team is really (laughs) regretting giving (laughs) up these picks more. Yeah, man. But, you know, uh, let's—
0: Yeah. So you you just brought it up. But, you know, uh, obviously, Paul George and Oklahoma City Thunder, you know, they they parted ways. Uh, Paul George to the Clippers. OKC uh, received all of these picks. What are they doing? I mean, there were there were reports that Oklahoma City tried to trade both of them together. Russell Westbrook and Paul George to the
1: Raptors. And
0: Toronto Toronto was like, no, like what? (laughs) like Get out of here. Like, are, are they are they blowing it up?
1: I mean, it sounds like they're trying to, and that's the best decision. I don't know what the yeah. point of keeping Westbrook there is. Yep. Uh, but I mean, that's we've that's been one saying. Of the worst contracts in the league.
0: <laughs> we've been saying for months how 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 you know how how messed up OKC is, and like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad that they're finally starting to realize it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Westbrook was terrible this year. Yep. I think he, he shot like 37 percent, 30, like twenty five percent from three like less than 70% from free throw, and it's only going to get worse. I mean, he's one of those guys that just relies on athleticism and explosion as he gets older. He's just not going to have those legs. So I don't know. Like That's up there with like John Wall and Chris Paul and Andrew Wiggins and et cetera, et cetera, some of the worst contracts. Now, Westbrook is an all-NBA player, you know, somewhat impact, somewhere around the top 12, I guess, but uh, I don't know. Who, who's got $40 million in... Assets or cap space to trade for him. That's he, he, <laughs> you, you understand. He's going to be making forty, fifty million. For oh yeah, in four years. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <You> know. <laughs> know. So he, he might be stuck. Might
0: be. You know. Then there's also reports that they're trying to shop Stephen Adams as well. Um, you know, man. That I. I yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think as early as today, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get that trade news. I, I feel like you know, um, Oklahoma City's on the phone right now. Trying Celtics. to finish up, yeah, maybe, uh, uh maybe, yeah. I mean, but what's what? What? what, what? OKC okay, so has like all the picks now. Like, what, what more do they want? Like, they're the, the, the Celtics are going to give up. Jason Tatum and Jalen. Well, they might. I don't know. I don't know, man. This is this is crazy. But I'm 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 glad that I'm glad that Oklahoma City is finally realizing that it's just not going to work. I mean, three straight years of first round playoff exits. Like, I don't know if, if there's a more glaring, it ain't going to happen than that.
1: Uh, but, yeah. Um, okay, and here's another thing. Uh, I was talking about how some guys clearly don't want to play with LeBron. What does it say about Oh,
0: thank you. Thank you for breaking that up. Russell Westbrook, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I do. I, I was going to say that. I, I don't know if I hate another guy in the NBA more than Westbrook, but James Harden is on top of that list. But, <laughs> look, Russell Westbrook is the fakest tough guy in the league. Uh, and he's he's a... I mean, I know, I know. People like to say Kyrie's a cancer, but Westbrook, like, come on, like this guy had KD, he had James Harden, he had Paul George, and they're all gone. Like they all left this guy. Like that, that has to say something about who he is. Not, just, not just as a basketball player, but as a person. Like <laughs> this, this dude, this dude's a dick. Like nobody wants to play with him.
1: Yeah, and apparently there was actually some resentment between him and Paul George last year. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, uh, apparently well, they had some issues.
0: Paul George put out a tweet stating that that just well, he, he said that he, he doesn't want any Russell Westbrook slander. So I don't know if that means that there wasn't beef or whatever. I, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> what can you say about about the guy? You know, Westbrook, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm starting to kind of feel bad for him because he's going to waste his career there.
1: You no, know, no, no, no. Don't feel bad for him because he's <laughs> a supermax extension when he was the only person there anyway. Yeah, I actually know it was like right when they traded for Paul George, but still, like, yeah, he he, he signed at Supermax, <laughs> and I don't know, like he, he he plays his own way. He he's 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 just one of those headstrong dudes. That's, you can't coach him, you, you know. He, how yeah. many coaches have they cycled out of there? How many other stars have they cycled out? He, can't nobody play with him. He's just gonna go down with the ship. And the Thunder fans seem to love him and want to have his back. So um, <laughs> just keep on shooting, I guess. Yeah, right.
0: Doubles. Right. <laughs> go go ahead and average another triple double, another pointless triple double. Um so just just kinda wrapping things up with the Kawhi thing. Um do do you feel like Lakers fans should should hate Kawhi after this? Because, you know, earlier we talked about how it's a slap in the face. Like I I personally feel like he and his camp blankly lied to us, so I absolutely hate Kawhi Leonard. Um what 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 are your feelings about that?
1: Um it's gonna be one of those things where, yeah, him and Paul George are gonna get booed and you know all that around town. But at the same time, I think the Clippers are gonna be, they gonna get a lot of ratings and it's gonna be a lot of people oh. with butts in seats. Of course, I mean that might be the Christmas Day game. I was
0: I was just gonna say like Lakers Christmas. You you can pencil it in right now. Like it, it's going to happen. Five o'clock ABC.
1: Mike Brand, Jeff Van Gundy. Like they're they're gonna be there. Like that that's going I mean, to be the game on Christmas. At, that might be the Western Conference Finals, uh, uh, LA series. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that know? would be amazing. Yeah. So, um, it's just going to be one of those things they're about to be rivals. So I, they're gonna hate them, anyway, it's just, <laughs> it's just going to be one of those things. <laughs> yeah. How about you, like I mean, so you, you, I, I almost hate Paul. I, I'm saltier to Paul George than Kawhi. Really? Because because yeah, hmm. he he was out there like openly confessing his love and wanting to come. <laughs> And then yeah. he he, he, he spurns us, and then bout you know bounces on the Thunder after one year to go to the Clippers. So like, yeah. yeah, that's like slap like multiple slaps in the face. So at least Kawhi, <laughs> at least Kawhi, you know, he sounds like he always wanted to go to the Clippers once LeBron came here. So one mm-hmm. of those things. It's it's not a Lakers thing. It's a LeBron thing too. Yes, yeah. it is with Paul George as well. But yeah, but, but both of them, yeah. <laughs> So let's, let's, well, hold on, let's, let's... Here's one more side of this, trade. What about the Raptors? They got a couple good oh, veterans that teams might want. I know Kyle Lowry's got $30 million on his contract next year, but that's just one year, you know, so it's an expiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Rasol is like $25, year expir- 25 million expiring. Um, yeah. I don't know. They got a couple guys. I don't think gonna, they can make the playoffs with that team, or at least I don't think it's worth it. They should just blow it up.
0: Yeah, I, I have them as a uh, seven-seed in the East next year, but I mean, you know, uh, look, the Raptors. You know, this is, is this is gonna sound toxic, but nobody wants to play there. Okay, no, no nobody wants to play for y'all. So,
1: um, how, how about a slap in the face? There, I mean, yeah. What, what more you got to do? I mean, you win the damn championship <laughs> and the dudes still bounce. I mean.
0: That's exactly. That's my point. Like you, there, there's nothing else you could have done. You literally did everything that you could do to keep somebody. I mean, they were, they were, they were ready to announce Kawhi Day, giving this man free food. He don't got to pay for anything. They, they could offer him $190 million. And he was like, nah, nah, I'm going to LA. So yeah, I mean, it, it sucks to be a Raptors fan, but you know, at, at, at least, at least the Lakers still got AD. Uh, and that, that that kind of moves to my next point man you know uh after all of this the lakers still have lebron and ad in my opinion that that's still the best one two punch in the league um how do you how do you feel about the lakers moving forward man you know we've we we've, we've started to sign some guys you know last night we got danny green quinn cook Javelle McGee, kcp um you know there's still other guys that we need to sign but how do you how do you feel about the lakers going forward now
1: um i'm i'm liking our signings all things considered i mean even if you look back to where if we would have just not went after Kawhi and went after guys, uh, um, you know, other role players, um, at once free, agency, once free agency started, which is what a lot of people thought we should have done anyway. Yeah. Um, you look at what guys were signing for, I mean, we only would have been able to get, like, two players with, like, <laughs> that, that 30, $32 because guys were giving out, teams were giving out, you know, ARAB money out there. Like, everybody can pay. paid. <laughs> yeah. To, I mean,
0: Tobias like, Harris, Ter- one hundred
1: ninety million. Woo! I mean, Seth Curry had eight, eight, you know, four years, uh, thirty-two million so eight mil a year. I mean, yeah. that, eight mil a year is not so bad, but that four years would have been tough. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Terrence Ross got like four years, fifty something million. Like that's a, that's somebody people thought we should should have went after. I'm like, eh. Yeah. There's a, a couple guys, so they're getting paid too much. Um, Brogdon. Brogdon. Brogdon signed in. a big deal
0: with Mo- uh, Milwaukee. I mean, Even my goodness. like
1: Farouk Aminu was getting, like, 30 million. <laughs> I'm like, Th- Thomas Bryant. I mean, everybody's getting
0: paid. Oh, yeah. Him. Yeah, former Laker. Yep. Yeah.
1: Thomas so, Bryant getting that bag.
0: <laughs> Man, so it's, been- it's um, you know, there's there's a lot of guys that are on the free agent market now, um, you know, especially one Dwight Howard. Uh <laughs> Do you want Dwight Howard in the Lakers, bro?
1: No, he doesn't fit with us at all.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. And, and,
1: and, and he can't even stay healthy. I mean, I don't know what's his deal, but he, he's he got some kind of butt problem or something, back And I am not trying to give him no ring or have no chance to win no ring. Bump that dude, man. <laughs> so we just go ahead and round um, with uh, Vince Carter and Melo
0: and everybody else.
1: Um. So let's let's, talk, let's we got we we got Danny Green, I, which I love that signing. Yes. Um. I like Quinn six, Cook six, too. Three and D guard, Quinn Cook. Um. Uh, I don't know. He might start. Uh, I don't know. Maybe We might start him or KCP. Rondo. Or, we, if, I, or if we get Rondo, I don't think Rondo is is a good start. Uh. I don't think he is with our starting lineup. I, I don't. I, think. I, and I, I think they realize that. Um. If we get him, I think he'll run the bench unit, you know, but um. As a starter, we need somebody to either hit shots or play defense or both. So we might either start KCP and Danny Green, or for Danny Green and Cook. Um, and then Jabell, I think he's you know J- Jabell had a good year with us. If it wasn't for that um, pneumonia, yeah, I must say pneumonia um, that took him out for like a month, and it took him like another month to get right. But yep. if he don't get that, then I think he could be a good fit with AD. Um, Definitely. I think we'll I think we'll start with AD and McGee in the front court, and probably have Kuz off the bench. Which we should. Okay. Uh, which I think Kuz would be a good match with either with McGee. I mean with uh, AD or McGee. Yeah, AD or McGee, and you know he got good chemistry with McGee and, and LeBron. So. Right. Yeah, this that it gives a lot of mix and match, um, which I think Kuz also fits with AD in yep. any kind of front court lineup. Um. My my main concern is we just need more playmakers. Um, yes. I assume we're probably going to sign Rondo, but um, when we look at who else is out there, there's not really a lot of good point guard options. Um, I know we're probably going to get some more wings. We're probably going to get Korver. I'm um, hoping we could know, can get a buyout. We could sign him. That'd be perfect. That'd be huge. We're going to need guys. Yeah, that'd be huge. We're going to need guys to, to guard Kawhi and Paul George because um, I think they're going to be our main rivals when, mm-hmm. when we look at the West. Yep. Um, and maybe one other big. I, I think I would like Noah. Give a flyer out really? to him if not. Okay. Then, then Tyson. Yeah, I, I like him because he he's another big that could facilitate and, and and anchor a D uh, in limited spurts. So he he had a good year with the Grizzlies last year. Once he got got bought out from the Knicks. Okay. Um, so I think he's got a little more juice. Um, and I mean, I don't think we can afford Cousins, which I, I have no idea where he's going to end up. <laughs> I, maybe maybe the Mavericks is the only team that's got money, but I don't know if uh, that's a good personality fit there. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know what's going to happen with him or Dwight Howard. But Dwight Howard yeah, probably going to be out of the
0: league.
1: I think he's got one more team that's going to give him a shot. Mm. I don't know which one. I, I was trying <laughs> to think about it last night. I don't know who's out there, like that's any kind of contender. Like I thought, the Blazers might have, but since they signed for Whiteside, I mean, traded for Whiteside, I don't know. Um, yeah, shoot, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 tough. He might he might be out to lead. He might he might be in the big three. <laughs> Speaking of big yeah. three, we about to sign Carmelo, uh, <laughs> Joe Johnson, <laughs> Joe Johnson, <laughs> Steven oh, Johnson, <laughs> J.R. Smith. Oh man, yep. It's uh, we we still got about what six seven
0: roster spots, something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, eventually the, those roster spots will have to get filled. Um, you know, because we gave up Bonga, uh, Mo Wagner, and whoever else we had. Um, but I mean, all things considered, waiting waiting for Ka- I mean, for for Kawhi. I mean, if we could do it all over again, I would do the same thing. Uh, I mean, he's a this dude is amazing. He's a generational talent. Um, he's you know a bitch now, but uh, that's okay. You know, Lakers twenty twenty champs in my opinion. What what do you think? Who uh, who who comes out of the West next year for you?
1: Man, well, to be honest, I don't I don't think our roster is complete. I think even after free agency, I think we're gonna be trying to make a move after uh, December fifteenth when Rock, uh, contracts are tradable and yeah. you know, more teams are you know the, the trade market starts up. Buyout market, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're going to tinker with the roster a little more as the season goes on. And it's also hard to tell because now we're going to need LeBron and AD to play, you know, about 75 games and at a really high level. Yep. Like both both of them have to put up near MVP type numbers. And this is kind of like that year that we're just we're going to have to go all in with LeBron because he's going to be 35 in, in December. Right. But I don't think this is going to be our strongest roster with the LeBron AD era. So because we had to wait for Kawhi uh, decision. So it's kind of like we kind of put ourselves in a bind here. But I think LeBron's going to have a real bounce back year. And I think AD's got a lot to prove, too. So I'm just going we're just, we just got to ride these dudes back and hope that they, they take us to the promised land. So I think yeah. It could be us, but it's hard to tell. Like it's so wide open this year, it could be like eight different teams. Like I, I wouldn't bet my money on the Lakers right now. <laughs>
0: you know, here's here's something I just thought of. So, um, Oakland Sandy just traded Paul George to the Clippers. You know, after after December fifteenth, when when new contracts or contracts that we just signed are tradable, what if we mess around and trade for Russell Westbrook? We sit here just talking all this crap about him. Uh, Deuce dude, from LA. He played. He played at UCLA. Um, wouldn't it be wild? And of course, Kuz. You know, we're, we're going to keep Kuz because Kuz survives everything, of course. But I don't it'd think be, we could. Oh, uh, like cause we we it's, can't it's, afford him.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let's say if we have LeBron, AD, and Kuz, and nothing else, it's thirty-two million in cap space. West Westbrook makes like almost $40 mil or plus forty mil plus in contracts. So we, I don't think we're just going to have the cap room to do it. Even yeah. if we included Kuzma. Oh, okay. He, good he too much money. Yeah. Good for us. Unless there's some kind of... No, I don't <laughs> I don't think there's any kind of way, no. I have yeah. no idea. So let's, that's, let's, that's let's talk about... Why... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. i just say that's another reason why I think they're stuck, because I don't see who can afford Westbrook. They're going to have to be a star for Star Trade. Maybe, uh... if, maybe if the Wizards give up Wall and, and Picks and... You know, I don't know why the. <laughs> I'm to do say. I'm
0: about to say. Why would they do that?
1: <laughs> Getting the the, What's really the absolute? It's absolutely tank tank for the next couple years because that's another thing. Yeah. It's hard to just completely blow it up and tank all the way because you could be the worst team and not get the number one pick. Like the with yeah. the smoothed out lottery, odds. It's, right. there's no reason to be so so bad anymore.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, let's let's talk about some of the the other deals around the league. You know, obviously, uh, you know, on June thirty, six PM, Kawhi, not Kawhi, KD and Kyrie both uh, wanted to sign with Brooklyn with DeAndre Jordan. Um, you know, obviously, with KD tearing his Achilles, he's still out for another year, but Kyrie will still be there this year with the Brooklyn Nets and solo DeAndre Jordan. How do you see Brooklyn shaking out this year? You know, w- w- without Kevin Durant. Um, I mean, I, I think they're gonna
1: be better than last year. They were, what, a 6-8 last year? Kyrie yeah. better than D'Angelo, and DeAndre Jordan gives them a, another decent big, and they had some other good pickups, like Wilson Chandler and uh, uh, Garrett somebody. Uh, Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple, yeah. So they, they've got some, uh, some good depth. Um, but the thing is, you know, in the long term, I don't, I don't think this is the best move for them, man. Really? I, I, I know I'm being contrarian, but I, I haven't liked... Is KD and Kyrie pairing at all since its inception? Since people are talking about it to the Knicks. I, I just I don't think they're a type of duo that matches together. They're both highly skilled, but they're both one-on-one type players. Kyrie is not like a true point guard that facilitates and looks to make his team better. Uh, KD is also – I mean, he, he's probably better than Kyrie in that regard but uh, since his time with the Warriors, but at the same time, he's – He's such a good scorer. You don't want him being your best facilitator. You want him, you know, being a killer. Yeah. And and you know him coming off an Achilles. You know, best case, he's probably eighty percent of what he was. Um. You know, especially, and that that's maybe like best case scenario. It's going right. to take him a, a year to be out, and then year two he's going to be recovering. So he's probably not going to be that player even then in year two. So year three, you might get to start seeing the best of him, but he's going to be already like 33, 34. You know, so it's just like it's not adding up to me. And then Kyrie, do you believe he's going to be healthy this whole four years of the contract? <laughs> and then he's kind of a cancer. I mean, every team he's left is the, the team feels better that he that he did leave. Like nobody, maybe it's different because he's got his some of his friends on his team and, and KD and DeAndre Jordan, but. I don't know, man, that, that New York media can also just start to really tear you, tear guys apart. Um, yeah. They're going to be grilling them and asking them the dumbest questions or the most combative questions um, when things are, are, are tough. And we, it's shown that both of those guys, KD and Kyrie, you know, they're not the best type of leaders you want for the media. So I don't know, man. I just don't see this be, going well. I mean, the Nets, I guess you had to do it. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's good for the league, I guess, in a sense that a big market team is is has some interest, but I don't I don't see it working out to where they win a the championship because I don't think KD is going to hmm. be the player he was, and I don't think th- that duo uh, diminished like that in a couple of years. I, I just don't see them being uh, title contenders. I feel right. like KD's best move was to stay with the Warriors, so he stay with a team that you know has championship experience, and that's star talent that can help mask him when he's recovering from his injury and Kyrie, i mean to be honest he should have came to the lakers i mean but i say this obviously biased but like really anything else i don't i I don't think Kyrie had as many great options but yeah yeah that's just how i see it maybe i'm just i'm kind of being negative about it but (laughs) well you know
0: i mean i i i I do want to touch on some of the things you said so first Having having those two guys sign with Brooklyn instead of New York is, is a huge deal for the league. Just just like having Kawhi and uh, Paul George sign with the Clippers instead of Lakers, it's a big deal for the league. So you know, um, it, it, it sucks for Knicks fans because now they they have you know Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, and every other power forward in the league. But um, <laughs> you know, I, it, it you know for and, and there were multiple reports about this, but uh, Kyrie and KD. I, I'm, I don't I don't want to say that they said this, but essentially the story is that if they if the Knicks had different ownership, they probably would have went to play for the Knicks. But, yeah, you know, like like how do you feel as a Knicks fan? First of all, apparently the, the Knicks turned down a meeting with Kawhi. They turned down a meeting with KD. Who do they think they are? Like the, the the Knicks, the Knicks have the biggest balls of anybody in the league right now. And like they now, like I said, like they I mean, sure, they, they dropped their R.J. Barrett. But if his performance yesterday in the summer league was anything we need to look at, wow, um, <laughs> dude! Did did you see him in the summer league yesterday? Dude
1: went like fourth and nineteen before the earthquake yeah. happened. Yeah, I saw like the first half. Where I dozed off, but yeah, he was out there chucking. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's summer league. It's summer league.
0: Yeah, no, I know it, it's summer league. But I'm just I'm just trying to crap on the Knicks. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, uh, go, going back to the Nets, um, I I mean, hopefully, hopefully KD comes back and he, he comes back healthy i i I still think uh 80 percent version of kd is uh, still a great player um i I don't know if 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 that puts them over the hump but they will be my favorites in the east two years from now um especially with Kawhi moving to to the clippers like i I don't really see a team that can beat them if if kevin durant is healthy now obviously you know this coming season i mean i don't i don't expect them to make it out of the second round
1: but we'll see uh, so can I can I touch on some some of your points about yeah. the Knicks? So I'm being criterion again, but I think they shouldn't have t- tried to sign KD again like, because of the injury. Yeah, I was about to say the injury. Though, like that changes everything, bro. Like let's not act like an Achilles injury is just something you come back from that easy. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. And they've already dealt with, I mean, how many stars have they signed that were injured or got injured soon after? You know, like Amari Stoudemire, he was damaged goods. Um, they, had, uh, they had... Derek Rose. Yeah, uh, Derek Rose. Allen Houston, that's a bit of a throwback. Um, I mean, was, it just doesn't work out for them. Yeah. So Porzingis? I, <laughs> yeah, Porzingis, exactly. So, uh, I mean, it's that's it's, it's, it's kind of their last 20 years. So I, I understand not doing that. And then Kyrie Irving, I mean, the Knicks only had like a team of young guys. You can see that they weren't going to be that type of infrastructure that Kyrie Irving needs, you know. So I, I don't think that was a good move to go after him either. And let's be honest, Kawhi was not considering to go to the Knicks. So <laughs> it well went their time? they should have just they, they, they I think they did right. Just trying to build around their young team. Uh, going through the process, yeah, trying to get a young core that can compete and start trying to be competitive to win some games because that's kind of where the Lakers were. Yeah, they had Lonzo and Coos and Ingram. They were just trying to be, try, just trying to get better, get some positive momentum, win 30, 35 games, whatever it was. And now all of a sudden, you got stars being more interested. So, the Knicks, I think they're on a decent path, and the, the guys they signed, they were all like one, two-year deals. Yes, I think Randall's the only one that was longer than two years. Randall's a good player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a good cornerstone piece for a young team, and you know, just keep drafting right and building, building towards the future. And I think they'll be all right. I think that's the, the path. I think maybe if they just communicated with the fans and just said, "Hey, you know, this is what we're trying to do," um, you know, KD, Kyrie, it's just not in the cards. It's just they, they I, I think trading Porzingis and trying to hype everything up for this is what we're doing this summer. That was just a huge blue balls letdown. <laughs> you know. <so. laughs> Uh, yeah, and maybe history say trading porzingis was the right move. Maybe he'll be injury plagued the rest of his career I don't know but that's kind of the main thing that's I'm like if I was a Knicks fan I'd be like why do we do that? Why do we have to do that so soon?
0: Yeah and um, Yeah, I, I totally agree man, you know the the silver lining is that the contracts that the Knicks signed those players to were one two-year deals So it's not like you got you got the Timothy Mozgov and the luau dangs exactly. the four years 68 86 million dollar deals like you know the, the the Knicks will be okay. It's just like you said. You know after after they traded Porzingis, J- James Dolan goes on Sirius XM and says that this summer we're gonna have two two big guys coming to the Knicks. You'll see. And of course that just doesn't happen. But whatever. So uh, one one casualty I'll say of getting Kitty and Kyrie was Dilo You know DeAngelo Russell. He he ended up doing a signing trade to the Golden State Warriors. Um, which I I'm still scratching my head about. I to- don't understand. They what? Can do you know what his deal was?
1: It Was like 170 or something crazy? Yeah. So this is a marriage of convenience, right? Because the Warriors were losing a superstar, uh, KD, who wasn't who wasn't going to play with them next year anyway. But they're losing him for nothing, and they had no way to replace him, or else D'Angelo, he was getting basically evicted, and there was nobody. <laughs> And it was kind of questionable if teams were really going to give him that max that he was looking for. Uh, so it, the Warriors said, hey, you know, we'll take him for a signing trade, the full max, uh, four years, 117 million, I want to say. Mm. So it's average of uh, like 29 a year. And I, I read D'Angelo didn't blink. He was like, what? 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 <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, So I bet.
1: So, you know, and the Warriors, yeah, it's kind of a strange fit, especially once Clay gets back. Right now, they did need somebody because Clay's going to be, you know, he tore his ACL. He's going to be out for uh, probably most of the year. And yeah. we saw what it's like when it's just Steph as the only scoring option. I mean, the guy's going to have to average 40 for them to win, like, 40 games, you know. <laughs> so they needed somebody else that can score. So another casualty was Iguodala. They had to trade mm. him out to make, yeah. to make to make this move. So it's kind of really feels like the end of an era in a sense, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and
1: it's a lot of, a lot of uncertainty with the Warriors. I think they'll still be good. I do um, too. You know, like really good, like top half of the, of uh, seating.
0: Uh, uh, well, not, not this year, but
1: I think, I think that they'll still make the playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, it's just a transitional year for them. Um, I feel like it's a move they kind of had to make just to get a, a young asset, just to get something. Um, yep. You know, uh, uh, you know, it's debatable if you want to call him a young star, young all-star, or whatever, because he made it on a an injury replacement. But the fact is, 23 year old asset with with upside. So whether it works out for him there and he's a splash cousin or whatever, and he plays off the ball <laughs> and shows off that dynamic dynamic ability that. The Lakers drafted the number two pick thinking he could be a Steph Curry type player, you know, make a see maybe Steve Kerr and playing with Steph Curry to get that out of him. Or if not, maybe he just looked good for six months or whatever, and they flip him for somebody else and get some wing depth and some more bigs. And they round out the roster a little better. But either way, I felt like some move they had to make.
0: Yeah, man. And just to just kind of echo some things you said in there. Um, I don't I don't want to underestimate or undermine what the Warriors just did. You know, because you talk about an end of an era. They just went to the finals five straight times. Uh, they, and no team has done that since the Celtics in the 60s. Uh, you know, they, they they just won three out of five of those championships. So, I mean, yeah, like, I don't I don't know if, if it's the end of an era, but I don't think that we'll see something like this again to where five straight times that team goes to the finals. I, I, I will say that I, I don't think Steph is done. Because I, I believe in Steph. I, I think Steph can, and well, if you know, if, if Steph and Clay are healthy anyway, I, I think that those two and Draymond and Filler can still make noise in the playoffs. And I, I really wouldn't be surprised if they win another championship down the
1: road. Um, but that's same. that's just me. Yeah. yeah, same. I agree. And uh, I think they're going to kind of draw it out like the Spurs a little bit and try to compete. You know, yeah, as long as possible for the next five years. And right. If they could win one or two more, great.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Sixers, you know, the, the Sixers signed Tobias Harris on 100 a million. something ridiculous ugh. that he doesn't deserve. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. That's ugh, wow. And they they signed Al Horford. They, they stole Al Horford from the Celtics after the Celtics got Kemba. Um, so man, like the the, the East is kind of, I don't want to say they're wide open, but I, I feel like I feel like the the, the Sixers, uh, the Bucks, the Celtics, like they're they're all poised to. To do some things, man. Like, how do you? Ha- First of all, how do you feel about the Tobias Harris deal? And then uh, let's talk about the Eastern Conference.
1: Well, uh, to me, I guess they they felt like they had to pick between Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler, uh, and they picked Harris. I feel like they picked wrong, but maybe <laughs> maybe it's some kind of locker room dynamics that you know we we don't know about. Or um, you
0: know, I, I think uh, I think the reports are that they actually offered Jimmy that max, and he turned it down because he wanted to go to Miami.
1: Oh, so he just didn't want to be, the, like, the third wheel there. Exactly. Okay. Well, I guess that's, that's on Jimmy then, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it feels like, to me, that's, that's a, a move that they know they're going to flip him in, like, a year or two. Probably. I, I feel like he's not going to play out his whole contract there. So, um, I guess. And with Horford, I like that pairing with him and Embiid, but, man, like, who's going to shoot on this team? Yeah. <laughs> They had oh, to Horford. let Reddit go. Yeah, is, is Horford and Harris their best shooters? I mean, that's kind of strange. I guess um, they did get Josh Richardson in that signing trade for Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, they guys, Z- Z- Zaire Smith or whatever his name is, dude, looking decent in the summer league. Yeah. So I guess they got some guards in the you know on the way, but I don't know. Um, I have to see how it looks because I'm kind of skeptical with this team. It's it's they got a lot of size. I think Horford. Was going to help Embiid not only become a better player, because uh, that's you know someone he could practice with, and you know play with and practice, and actually go at, and someone yep. who guards him well. Um, and it's going to be better for Embiid as well, because they're going to be able to load manage between the two. Definitely, because uh, they signed Horford was it was a four year deal, right? So I'm sure they want yeah. to make sure he's healthy on the back end of that deal, because that's going to be tough to you know, it's going to be tough to look at paying him 35 mil year or whatever it is when he's like 35. Right. Um, so between him and Embiid, I, I think, you know, they're going to be able to take more days off and and just rest better. Because um, at the end of the day, it looks like Embiid, you're going to have to load manage him to have him ready for the playoffs because he just can't play a full year at the level he plays at with juice in the tank in the playoffs. That kind of seems to be the, the the theme here. Would you agree?
0: Oh, definitely. And now that now that the entire <laughs> league saw what the Raptors did with Kawhi Leonard and it worked, I, I mean – First of all, (laughs) the Sixers are not going to be the only team that's low managing their stars. I guarantee you the Clippers are going to do it with both Paul George and Kawhi. The Lakers are definitely going to do it with LeBron and AD, which I don't know if we can afford to do that now. But I guarantee you that was their plan. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of low management going around this season after what we just saw with the Raptors.
1: And they also maxed out. Ben Simmons. I mean, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, like their moves, man. So I, I feel like a lot of these moves are just is ripe and ready for them to make some roster moves in a couple months. They're gonna make some trades. I mean, wouldn't like D'Angelo for Ben Simmons make sense?
0: I think so, but you or, know, or,
1: or D'Angelo for Tobias Harris. People, or like, people, maybe we can man, get one of those guys. People,
0: people love Ben Simmons, and they think Ben Simmons is just so great, and. They they blatantly ignore the giant hole in his game, like it doesn't matter. And I'm just like, look, this dude cannot shoot a free throw. You know, like he 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 he's terrible. Like I I don't get it. But I don't want to go you know, off on that today.
1: Is that like players are out on him? Like a lot of the players that I see on these on these shows and stuff, they they be like, uh, I don't know about Ben Simmons, especially <laughs> like you know with Embiid and with this you know as it's trying to contend for, the, yeah, actually being in contention. It's hard to have a player like him. As a young player, yeah, he's got a lot of talent and the upside, and I would love to have him on a rebuilding team. But uh, I don't, I just don't see him and Embiid ever being a a good max, uh, m- match. Sorry.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, and yeah, we, we touched on it earlier, but Jimmy Butler, you know, he he going to Miami in a sign and trade. I don't, I don't understand this. I mean, he he he, he wants to be. I'm about to say like he he he's the real life going down there for the hose for the water. And because there's no state income tax like the dude is a savage like he does not care about his <laughs> career Like he does not care about winning championships like this dude want to average 30 on and off the court And you know on one <laughs> hand look on one hand I get it. Okay I'm about to like,
1: say I
0: respect it. Yeah, like, like get Be yours real. But don't don't try to don't try to hold press conferences on the jump Rachel Nichols talk about some I want to win a championship like don't don't do that no more Because this right. move just like just like Melo did when he went to the Knicks this proves that you do not care about winning rings. So what well, makes
1: him that much different from Andrew Wiggins, other than you know has to <laughs> better? I'm
0: about to say the talent. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, that's a great question.
1: <laughs> here's, here's, uh, okay, let's let's stay in the East right quick. What about the Celtics? How do you feel about Kemba Walker and the moves they made?
0: Yeah, I, so for me, I, I have I, I have the Celtics as, as the number three seed going into the year, as as it stands right now. I think I I think that Kemba is. I mean, obviously he's not as good as Kyrie, but I think that he does some things differently than Kyrie. And obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with, with attitude and mentality. So I, I just feel like it'll be a better fit. Um, and yeah, I mean,
1: I think with uh, like leadership wise and, intangibles yeah. like that, I think, and just with growth with the young players, I think they're gonna exactly. Be and I, I be think, I it.
0: think Gordon Haber is going to be a lot better this year because ah, yeah. the kind of injury that he had, it definitely takes two years. Like, this dude, I, I mean, ooh, I, I couldn't even look at it when he got hurt. Like, it's it's, it's definitely going to take a year to recover, and then another year just to get your basketball swagger back. So, I think we're going to see All Star Gordon Hayward coming up this this season. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm making I'm, the leap. No, not to All Star, but he'll he'll be a <laughs> damn good player. I, I, I look look, Tatum Tatum's good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't I don't think Tatum's like a 25, 27 per game scorer like. Like there, there, there are some people out there that think that Tatum is just like the like mellow. Basically, I'm just like, look, like he's he's good. But I mean, in in the playoffs this year, he kind of showed that. I
1: mean, he's good, but you know what I mean.
0: So uh, we'll we'll
1: see. We'll see. And what about the Bucks? They lost Brogdon, lost Mirtich, had the mm-hmm. max uh, Middleton. Middleton. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. yeah.
0: But 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 I think. I think that Milwaukee is still in prime condition to compete for a championship because, you know, even, even though, like you said, they, they, they lost Brogdon um, and they lost uh, Miritich. Miritich did nothing for them last year anyway. And Brogdon was hurt for a lot of the season last year, but they re-signed Brooke Lopez to another four year deal, which I think is huge for them. Cause talk about somebody that revamped their career. Do balled out for them last year. They signed Robin Lopez, which would be a good backup for Brooke um and Giannis is the mvp dog like he, he's, he's only going to get better so i i think I, I think milwaukee is still in prime time to compete for a championship
1: okay yeah me too i still got them as a the number one seat
0: oh you got number so okay I, I got the sixers as number one but i guess they could be interchangeable i mean it, it wouldn't surprise me if they get number one it really wouldn't um okay so last thing i'm gonna talk about before i want your official picks for the west and the east is utah jazz so these fools have quietly, and I and like I'm I'm saying quietly because it's Utah. These fools have quietly made some fantastic moves. I mean, if if I had to grade all thirty teams on what they did in this offseason, Utah would be at the top of the list. Like you know, it, it'll be Utah and the Clippers and Brooklyn. Like th- th- these dudes got Mike Conley. They stole Bogdanovich from uh from Indiana. I mean. They are they're slick stacked, man. Like they they are really good right now.
1: They are they are, but you know, at the same time, do they have a top ten player?
0: No, <laughs> but so what's they what's they selling really? I think I think I think Donovan Mitchell makes the leap this year to be an all star or at least an all star level talent. He may not make the all star team, but I, I think that I, I think that with with Conley, I think that Donovan Mitchell will probably average close to twenty five points a game. I think that oh, he'll yeah. be he'll, he'll be a better uh, percentage wise. He he won't be out there just chucking. I I, I think this this it it's better for uh, Donovan Mitchell than anything having Conley there. And of course, I, I don't know if people forget, but Conley has always been an all star level talent. This dude was a beast. He just played for Memphis and he he played behind guys like Kobe and Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry and James Harden. But Conley is a beast, <laughs> and they have Rudy Gobert down there anchoring the paint. He just won Defensive Player of the Year again, and they have a knockdown shooter in Bogdanovich. Like I'm, I'm slick high on the Jazz, man. They're they're really good.
1: I am too. Don't get it twisted. I really like their team now um, because I've always liked Conley. I like Bogdanovich. I like Mitchell. You know when he's actually making shots. But yeah, um, and they still still got Joe Ingles, the killer. They got Joe Ingles. Still got Rudy Gobert. So they got a pretty good team to be honest. Um, It's just they, when you think about it, everybody's. Know NBA Twitter and all these experts, everybody's so hype about it, but at the end of the day, talent wins championships. So, you, you know, yeah. you've got to have, unless Donovan Mitchell makes a leap to the top 10, which, you know, is feasible, but it's possible. Yeah. we got to see it. Um, you know, what's their ceiling? Is it a second round team? Is mean, it's another Blazers here? <laughs> like, so Maybe. especially when you look at the, the Lakers and the, and the Clippers, I mean, yeah. so much more top end talent. And then, so the Jazz, I guess they're there with, with all those teams and, and the Nuggets, yeah. you know, kind of just kind of jockeying. um, Yeah, I mean, really, the West is unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you get into the run sheet and I think the list of playoff teams. I mean, I had to make some tough decisions. It's- me too. Me
0: too. It, it was it was hard on, on on both conferences. Like I was like, Ew. um. but since, since you brought it up, man, let's go ahead and get into it. So give, give me your give me your eight teams for the Western Conference.
1: Okay, so I got the Clippers, I got the Nuggets. So this is an uh, order of, of seating. Oh wow! Okay. I think I, yeah, I think I think the Clippers are probably going to have the best record in the league, um, or at least in the West. The Nuggets, the, you know, they're bringing back the same team and mm-hmm. young guys getting better, so I think they're going to be Jamal, a good regular season uh, team as Jamal well. Jamal
0: already got that max too.
1: Yep, yep. Um, you know, they got the the mile high. Home court advantage, so it's just gonna be one of those type of teams. It's a good regular season team. The Nuggets, uh, I got the Lakers number three. I think again, there's gonna be some times without the rest guys here and there, or maybe some, some minor injuries. Right, we're kind of thin on frontline talent, so uh, and that's that's kind of just, I mean, maybe best case, we're number one seed. I don't know, but got the mm-hmm. Lakers number three. Got the Jazz four. I got the Warriors five. Mmm, okay, yeah,
0: that's kind of high uh, for me for this year, but okay. <laughs>
1: No, I think, I think Steph and D'Lo are going to play real well with each other. Draymond, I, unless he gets this, this extension, he's, he's going to be in a contract year. Uh, so I, I think they're going to play hard. They're going to try to have a lot to prove that, that they can. They're still going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Rockets at 6C. Uh, I mean, they got the talent to win the championship, I guess. But I think <laughs> having everybody in trade rumors, I think, is going to affect their chemistry. Uh, so... I see that being a problem um pelicans i got sneaking in number them wow seven. Look, okay i think i think i think they're a playoff team man okay hey so, hey yeah. I, I feel they, you. got a lot of talent yeah. they do um and then i got the blazers sneaking in eight so that means i got wow who, who i got out i got um, spurs the spurs yeah Um uh, i think it's about time for them to blow it up it's just what's <laughs> the point what's the point of making an eight seed seven seed again with this team um, I got the Thunder missing the playoffs. Of course. I mean, um, they're,
0: they're going to be in a lottery.
1: Yeah. Um, the Mavericks? Mavericks? The Mavericks yeah. had a horrible offseason. They didn't do anything. But yeah. They signed KP. I mean, they got all this cap space to do what? I mean, so. They I might sign Cousins. Yeah, that's not enough um, <laughs> to me. Um, the T Wolves didn't do anything, so no. But um, we'll give it another year or two before Cats demand and trade. Uh, um, Evan Booker too in the Suns. I don't know what the oh, Suns are doing.
0: I yeah, mean, not doing that. That's, that's <laughs> a lock. That they're not making it. Up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So I have I have some of the same teams, but and they're they're in much different order than yours. So number one, I have the Lakers. Um, I I still don't see any team that's going to be better than them, even in the regular season. Even if we're resting guys like LeBron. Le, LeBron, like Something you said. To prove. Yeah, like like listen, I I feel like LeBron and AD are both going for MVP this year. Like it's going to be like that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I just I just don't see any team is going to be better than us during the regular season. I I do have the Clippers at number two. Um, I mean, and you know what? I I feel like I feel like Kawhi is definitely going to rest just like he did this season. So I feel like they're going to drop some games. Um, But Doc Rivers is going to have those guys playing hard. Um, The the, the Clippers are going to be a no-nonsense team. So. You know, I, I feel like it's going to be Lakers, Clippers, the Western Conference Finals. That's going to be a battle. I'm very excited about that. But those are my top two seeds. I have Denver coming in at number three. Um, I, I can't disrespect what they did last year. Like you said, they, they kept everybody. They maxed out Jamal Murray. Um, they, they they had the advantage being in that altitude in Denver. Uh, they're they're, they're going to be great in the regular season. I have Utah at number four. I feel like Utah and Denver are going to be kind of neck and neck as far as what they do in the regular season. Um I got Portland at five, man. I I, I don't want to dis- disrespect them again. I mean last year I, I don't even know if I had to make any playoffs. I talked all crap about Dame Lillard. I'm for real. Like I will auto crap about Dame Lillard and how he's going down with the ship just like Russell Westbrook and they messed around and made the Western Conference Finals. So um I, I gotta I gotta show respect to Portland. They, they got uh Hassan Weiss out in a trade. Uh, okay.
1: you, you realize they, they trade they did like let like everybody else go though. They like they completely changed their team besides Lillard and McCullough. And Nurchich, who is hurt, but everybody else they traded away or let them go. So yeah. I don't know. Like, they left a lot of key role players, Harkless and Aminu, and they don't got nobody to play no defense anymore. They, they or they kept Rodney Hood, but yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they traded Edmund Turner too, but he wasn't doing enough for them. Um, let's see. Number six, I got the Rockets, just like you. I think you had him in six, you. Um, same thoughts as you. I mean, they might as well blow it up, but with Chris Paul's contract, that's just not going to happen. Um, I, you know, and number seven, I got the Spurs, man. Like, I can't I, – I, every year, literally, every year, I, I think the Spurs are not going to do anything. And these fools win 50 games to make the playoffs. So I'm, I'm just I'm just going to – like, they're, they're, they're an automatic lock for me. Um, and then number eight, I got the Warriors. Uh, and I, I, I put them at eight just because I, I don't think Clay is going to be back until after the All-Star break. And I don't even know if he should play, but I know he's going to want to play. Uh, and the then Delo thing, uh, Delo is not going to make it to the All Star break. I guarantee they're going to flip him and trade him somewhere else. So, you know, Steph, Steph may mess around and average thirty and thirty five, and he may have a fantastic year. But I got them barely sneaking into the playoffs. Um, I think I think teams like you know New Orleans and Dallas, they were they were hard to keep off my list. Uh, but with New Orleans being so young, uh, you know, hey, Brandon Ingram may make that leap. They, they they got a fantastic pickup in JJ Redick, Drew Holiday is a beast, uh, and we saw we saw in like ten minutes what Zion could do in the summer league and at Duke. Um, but and in, in this this is a loaded Western Conference. I, I just don't know if they make it this year. Um, and Dallas, same thing as you. Dallas, you know they, they didn't really do anything. I mean, Luca's up and coming. He's a beast to me. Luca's everything that everybody said this kid was going to be. Like this, this kid was amazing. Um, and yeah, you know, I love his game. Yeah, and obviously with uh, Christoph Porzingis coming back, hopefully he's healthy, but he's kind of like a wait-and-see thing for me. Um, mm-hmm. So with that said, let's go to the East, man. Let's end it with the East.
1: What are your eight teams that make it in the Eastern Conference? So, okay, so I got the Bucs, uh, number one. I got the Sixers, number two. Celtics, number three. And I got the Nets, four. And then really at this point, it's kind of like, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I got, okay, so I got the Heat, five. Mm. Um Pacers 6. Okay. And then I think I'll say Pistons 7, Magic 8. Oh. I almost almost put the Hawks in there. <laughs> <laughs> kakao, kakao.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh man. I you know, the, the Eastern Conference, I, I have pretty much all the same teams, just in different order. So I, I have Philly at number one. I uh, I just feel like, you know, even with even all the crap I just talked about, Ben Simmons. I am such a believer in Joel Embiid. I, I still think this dude is going to be one of the best players in the league at some point. Um, so And, you know, uh, adding Al Horford, even though they lost J.J. Redick, uh, adding Al Horford and Josh Richardson, uh, signing Tobias Harris, I, I think that Philly had a successful offseason, even though they lost some key pieces. So I got them at number one. Uh, I got Milwaukee at number two. We, we, we talked about them. Um, I got the Celtics at number three. I got the Nets at number four. Uh, and then, yeah, just, just like you, it kind of got a little, uh, for me. So at number five, I have Indiana, just because I believe in Victor Oladipo. He showed me in that playoff series against LeBron that he can ball. Um, you know they 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 still have Miles Turner, and no, uh, he's they got
1: be back though. He should be back this coming season, right? Because he tore like his whole quad and, and knee. Like there's it's a lot there. He might miss the whole year next year too, mm. or it might take him to like the All Star break. Oh wow!
0: Okay. Then I got a uh, Toronto at number six. Um, obviously, losing Kawhi Leonard, I wouldn't be surprised if they blow it up and be a lottery team. But as of right now, I got them at number six. I got Orlando still at number seven. Um, I, I think that you know them signing Vucevic to that hundred-year deal is going to incentivize him to play harder. Uh, you know they signed Terrace once again. They got Alfred Camino. Um I, I think Orlando would be better. And uh, Steve Clifford, he, he's a coach of the Magic, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Steve Clifford will have them uh, playing hard like he always does. And then, at number eight, I, I guess I have Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat. Um, they're they're not good. Like even even though Jimmy Butler averages thirty. I I, it, I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, but I, that's that's the team I have in the eighth spot. So we shall see.
1: We shall see. I think they're a little better than that. Uh, maybe they, they, uh, aren't they, were, they still they were trying to for the playoffs last year with, with like yeah. nobody?
0: Yeah, that's true. But they lost twice, I, with tragic, though. Yeah, I was about to say, and they're still trying to shop Drogic, too. So we shall see. We shall see. All right, man. Um, really appreciate you hopping on the pod. We got a lot off our chest. I know I did. Uh, Lakers info. So, uh, yeah, man, appreciate you coming on the pod.
1: Yeah, man, no problem. It's going to be an exciting NBA season. Like It just felt like everything changed. Just Definitely. Crazy.
0: Yes, sir. All right, man. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Current Era Podcast. I Man, we had a really fun time breaking down everything that happened. Um, you know, after everything stands, like I said, I still see the Lakers winning the championship. This is a great time for Lakers fans. We have nothing but excitement heading towards us. As long as we stay injury free, uh, we're gonna be fine, but that can be said about any team in the league. You know if anybody goes down due to injury Then the league's wide open as it stands right now. We have a pretty good uh, Lock on the league in my opinion. I don't think the Clippers will be able to compete with us But I do think it'll be Clippers Lakers Western Conference Finals. So we shall see Man, I uh, appreciate everybody listening to the pod uh, Like I said, I had to push the pod back till Saturday just because I was waiting on the Kawhi news and the holiday um, But we will be going back to our regularly scheduled Monday and Friday moving forward So, yeah, guys, please remember to hit that subscribe button. Downloads count for me. Thank you so much. See you on Monday.